everyone, this is Laminex Learning Bites and I'm your host, Ace Kagler. Whether you're out for a stroll, making your morning coffee or working away at your desk, we're always one click away. Tune in every other week to hear from our exciting lineup of guests. Steve Reed, welcome to Laminex Learning Bites. So excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Great. Thanks for having me. Steve, so it's your first time on the show and um, you're one of our Laminex guests. Uh, those who don't know you, um, for those who don't know you, you might want to introduce yourself, uh, who you are, um, you know, in, in, you know, in general, who is Steve and what does Steve do at Laminex? Sure. So um, Steve Reid, been with Laminex for five and a half years now. Uh, my background is commercial and some operational roles as well. So uh, spent the last 20 plus years working in various companies. Mostly, um, most of that time was for a company called IINet, uh, which is an internet service provider based out of Perth, where I worked for them. Uh, grew up in Sydney, but landed in Perth and worked for them in their mergers and acquisitions team and uh, strategy and business development, uh, which involved, uh, say, setting up their contact centre, a uh, thousand-person contact centre across four countries, um, and a range of different roles for them, including buying uh, a bunch of uh, competitors in the market from them. I, I've uh, been for with Laminex for five and a half years. Most of that time, I started as uh, the head of um, transformation, which was to come in come in and work through um, a bunch of projects that we had as a business around uh, resetting our cost base, looking at uh, ways that we can improve, really really focusing on the largest challenges that we had that sort of sat across multiple different functions that we wouldn't have been able to solve uh, just on our normal course of business. So we'd take those places away, uh, work on them, and then hand them back to the business for them to keep running as they should run. Uh, so worked in that for about four years. I took over from a guy called Andrew Webster as the um, finance director for Laminex for a year while they did a search for somebody who actually knew what they were talking about and um, and found Joe Nicolazzo, who's now in that role. And since then, which is really since the beginning of uh, last year, I've been working on special projects, in particular Haven, which we're going to talk about today. Yes, and that's why I'm so excited about because I um, am genuinely really new to this uh uh, this service that we're offering, I haven't really um, indulged in, you know, uh, what it is at the moment. So I'm going to genuinely ask you all the questions that I want to know um, about Haven Kitchens by Formica. Um, but a little bit about who who Steve is in in general, because um, uh, I guess I'm I'm intrigued to know uh, a little bit more about you. We don't get to connect that much because we don't have an office at Laminex anymore. We're in a work from anywhere model and I guess we only get to um, connect if we need to work together. So what is Steve doing these days? He's working from home, same as a lot of people. Um, very busy, obviously, on projects. So I'm a, a father of three, got uh, three young kids, two girls and a boy, um, oh. all at school, all working from home at the moment through lockdown. Uh, my wife's a teacher and she's also trying to teach from home and teach kids. So um, a busy life. We uh, moved from... Uh, I'm from Sydney originally, but moved down here, have been here for about 10 or 11 years, um, moved closer to the beach. So we've just moved Bayside in the last year or so, 
which I'm loving. Um, so I've got a border collie that we take for a walk along the beach every morning and um, and uh, really loving being Bayside. It's a, it's a really nice sea change for us. Oh, lovely. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. We might even be neighbours. Oh, great. See you at the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm ready to be immersed in Haven Kitchens by Formica. Let's uh, kick it off. How did uh, Haven Kitchens by Formica come about? But most of all, uh, what is it? Yeah, sure. So maybe I'll start with the problem um, about why we were looking for something like this and what what the logic was. Um, And it really uh, came from us understanding our customers and the challenges that they face. And if you you look at uh, what's been happening within the uh, particularly the small end cabinet maker, which is a core part of the Laminex business. Um, the smaller end, particularly in renovation market, has really been um, changing over the last 10 or 15 years. And that change has been driven by uh, a number of things. Now, now change is not something that's new to us. We've, um, we've seen changes in our customer base really since Laminex started. Um, some examples of that is, say, furniture making, uh, which is an industry that was thriving in Australia it was one of Laminex's largest customers. And really, if you look today, there's still furniture makers in Australia, but they're nowhere near as many or the scale as what they would have been 10 or 15 years ago. A lot of that work has now moved to um, standard product that is imported. And so really, the Australian furniture making industry is nothing like what it was um, 10 or 15 years ago. The same for uh, bench tops. If you go back 15 years everyone's bench top or 80, 90% of bench tops in the Australian market would have been high pressure laminate. That's changed now. Uh, the, the majority of bench tops that get installed in a kitchen is engineered stone. And so that has really impacted a bunch of the Laminex customers, particularly say post formers and even cabinet makers who installed those products. Uh, it's, it's driven a change where the number of post formers in Australia is nowhere near what it was 15 years ago. And so that disruption has um, is something that we have seen and are starting to really see in the small blend cabinet maker as well. And that disruption that we're seeing in those cabinet maker customers is driven by a number of things. Firstly, it's a it's a tough trade. Um, it's it's expensive, so you can't just um, you know buy a ute and put tools on the back. Not not to diminish what um, those trades do, but it's a really expensive trade to get into, uh, given the amount of equipment you need to be to be efficient as a cabinet maker, um, with routers and space and staff, as well as um, what it does to your body. It's a it's a tough trade when you're um, uh, the amount of lifting and kneeling and um, those type of things. So. The, the ability to do this into your 60s and 70s is it's tough. Uh, and then, so, so it's a challenging trade to be in, but it's also facing um, new competitors that really didn't exist in the Australian market 10 or 15 years ago. We've seen the rise of flat, flat pack models. So um, we all know Bunnings, we all know uh, the Caboodle offer they've got and Ikea. They're, they're relatively new, they've grown rapidly. They've probably got between 15 and 20% of the Australian market. And there's others like them uh, that really are new and are, are eating into the small end cabinet maker share. And then there is um, low cost flat pack or similar offers that are getting imported from low cost production countries as well. If you, if you look globally, the Australian market is really the last 
that has a, a fragmented small customer base. Um, the rest of the world has moved to, so they, uh, a lot of countries started where we are now, but they've moved to large automated um, high volume manufacturing for particularly kitchens for renovation markets. And so if we, if we see what's going on in the market today and has been for some time and follow that trend through, we are growingly concerned around the ability for the Australian market to survive in its current form and needs to change. Now, that, that has a natural impact to the suppliers and to those customers. Laminex is one of those. If we, um, if we let it run as it is, then we'd, we'd need to respond. Um, and there really is no large industry body in place that can really advocate on behalf of those small cabinet makers because there's so many of them and, and they tend to be on the smaller side that, um, that we're really worried about disruption here. Uh, mm -hmm. The ability for them to um, congregate and uh, work together to fight against this change is, is going to be pretty tough. So we saw it as part of our responsibility as one of the larger players in the market to, um, to find a way to help them. So we've we've looked globally um, and we've uh, tested a couple of models. We've run a few different pilots over the last few years. And this Haven business is really the latest iteration of that and the one that we're putting significant investment behind, uh, really to help the cabinet making industry or the kitchen industry in Australia transition, as well as to act as a supplement for their um, for their existing businesses on top of what they already do. Uh, recognising that in 10 or 15 years' time, it is likely to be a very different market and we want them to be around to see that rather than um, not survive and, and obviously the impact on them, their families and otherwise is not something that we want to see and, and, and the consequences for Laminex as well. What, what do we expect to see? Is it the custom-made kind of, um, you know, getting your kitchen custom-made done not going to happen in the future and we're moving completely to the pre-made kind of um, kitchen? What's the consumer behaviour shift that we're expecting? Yeah, there, there's a lot of um, pre-made kitchens already in the Australian market. Um, and so a Freedom Kitchen, a Caboodle Kitchen, an Ikea Kitchen, they are they're ready um, standard-sized offers. Um, how, how that will play out over the next 10 or so years, I don't know. Um, but I think the ability for the small cabinet maker to be able to compete in that market, how it's likely to play out, whether it's um, high-volume bespoke kitchens, um, and there, there are models that do that globally, and or high-volume standard-sized kitchens, the, the risk is that the small cabinet maker who is our bread and butter, our, our core customer, um, really will struggle to compete in that market if we don't help them respond to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the, the, it's a long way around to answer your question, but what is Haven? Uh, so what, what Haven is, is a pilot. Uh, we're running it for the next 12 months. We, we don't, we're actually seeing it as a business rather than a pilot. And it is a, a, an offer that we make to trade only. In other words, we will not sell to the consumer. We won't sell to the homeowner. Um, we, we only sell to trades. And it's a rigid carcass in stock, um, standard sized offer. So by that we mean, um, and we, we offer a bunch of services around that as well to help the trades win more work. So what we offer is a essentially everything that the trade needs to be able to pick up and install a finished kitchen into the home. It's modular. 
in that um, it's not a full kitchen. It is all of the pieces that then get put together. So it can be customizable around what the homeowner requirements are for that, that kitchen. Okay. We, we um, by, by being in stock and some of the services we offer, we think that we really are able to be able to withstand some of the challenges that we see going on in the market, particularly from some of the flat pack offers. So some examples of that is um, the offer comes standard with a free professional designer. There are on our staff. Uh, that designer is a service for the trade so to help them a, um, understand what the homeowner requires, um, get them uh, really excited about what their home could look like and bunch, uh, offer a bunch of services with that. So uh, 3D CAD visualisation of what the end kitchen would look like. Uh, and then that goes back to the trade as a confidential quote and design for the trade to then use as they want to, to sell to the homeowner. They can mark the price up. That that price is never seen by the homeowner. Uh, uh -huh. the, the 3D design they can use or not if they don't want to take that back to the homeowner. But really it's a tool for them to help them win more work. Okay. So in, in theory, the way the offer works, um, or in reality, is that by being in stock, with those services, we can um, we can do a design with the homeowner in the morning. That quote and design goes to the trade. Um, they can accept that with the homeowner that day, pick up all of the parts and start installing the next day. We think that really helps some of the challenges that are in the market today. Uh, firstly, because a lot of, um, with COVID and with um, the rush towards Christmas as well, uh, there's a real collision between uh, the spike in demand, the shortages of supply that have happened within the market from global imports as well. So the cost of importing out of China has really exploded. Um, the cost of supply for items like um, kitchen hardware has really been constrained. Even Laminex has had trouble um, being able to source enough particle board to be able to meet the demand in the market. Uh, we, we think we can help alleviate some of those with this in-stock model that we, um, we can really focus and help the trades who are constrained be able to turn kitchens around quickly and do more of them per week. Okay. All right. And then, we'll I really want to also unpack uh, what types of products are available. Yeah. So um, the offer is very much everything that the trades need. Our, our motto is making the trades life easier, and I'm, I'm hoping you're picking up a theme that it's very trade-focused. Trade um, our, our objective here is to... Um, help the trades sell more kitchens per week, make more money per kitchen, uh, make their life easier. So taking a lot of, of the pain away for doing the design, um, uh, completing quotes, all of those things we'll, we'll do on their behalf and then hand it over them, hopefully as a more mature package. Um, the offer is really everything they need to complete a kitchen. What we've started with is the core. And so that contains the kitchen cabinets, the, um, the decorated frontals or kitchen doors and panels, um, handles, sinks, taps, bench tops, splashbacks, uh, internal storage, pretty much anything you need to complete a kitchen. Where, where we'll go to with that offer, we're, we're still working our way through uh, and listening to what the market is. So we've got the core, we've got enough for them to complete a kitchen today. Um, and then as our customers start to give us feedback about what else we might need, so cabinetry lighting or um, skirting boards or those kind of things, if that's what's required for them to make their life easier, then we'll add them to our range. Okay, got it. So um, as a, uh, a customer, or a homeowner, so if, if I'm the end user of the product, I can't necessarily um, go and source products from Haven Kitchens by Formica. It is the 
the trade person, uh, the cabinet maker um, that we're offering the service to. Got exactly that one. right. What, what we can do, though, um, and and the beauty of being a business like Laminex, it's recognisable and has a Formica brand that is also recognisable by the trade or by the homeowner, is we can help drive business to our um, install partners or our, our trade partners. So um, what, we're, what we're finding so far is that we are getting some interest from the homeowner. Uh, what we are doing is looking for trade partners that we can direct that work to and work with them to the, then go and sell to the homeowner. Now, now, we don't ever deliver price, but what we can do is drive business to our, our partners and help them grow their business. Okay. And because we've called it by Formica, does that mean it only encompasses our Formica brand products? No, it doesn't. Um, so there is a, a range of different colours that or decors that we've used in the offer. Um, some Formica, some Laminex, and some are actually imported because we've struggled to find the right um, the right price point to be able to meet what the requirement is, particularly for the foil or mid-range offer. Um, so we, the the reason we've chosen the buy Formica is firstly um, we're not we're unashamedly attached to the Laminex and Fletcher building business. Um, the beauty of the size and the, um, the confidence that we're able to provide by um, being part of the Fletcher group is, um, is something that we really want to um, be clear to our customers that we're not, we're not just a startup fly-by-night type business. We're actually serious about this and putting um, significantly fun, significant funding behind it, uh, but also recognising that this is a trade offer and Formica is well recognised in the Australian market as a trade brand. So it's the, it's the brand that uh, Laminex uses to sell and um, really focus into the cabinet maker. Um, it's a nice segue from that into um, what we're trying to do, which is support those trade customers, and that's why we've chosen the Formica brand. Okay. Uh, that explains it for me. And why Haven? Why have we called it Haven? Uh, really, it's, it's um, na- naming's not my thing. Um, it must be we, we went it. through. We went through probably 200 different names and, and kicked them to death. Um, and Haven's the one that really just we kept coming back to that really represented what it is that we wanted to, we wanted this business to, to stand for. So Haven being, um, you know, the heart of the home, a safe place that um, that really had a nurturing characteristic about it. So um, it, it really was just the name resonated for us as um as really standing for what we wanted this business to be, which is a, a place that created beautiful spaces for the homeowner and, and really a, um, a service for the trade for, to help them deliver that. Okay, that's great. And it sticks. I think it sticks. It is. Yeah, it's easy to remember. Haven Kitchens by Formica. Yeah. Great. So I think you've answered quite a lot of my questions, actually, Steve, um, the problem we're trying to solve. But I, um, I I do want you to reiterate the process again. If you can break down um, in a nutshell, what is the process? Yeah, great. Um, and there's probably a couple of other bits I wouldn't mind just covering. So um, for, for a start, we're, um, we're launching this into southeast Melbourne particularly, and that's the, the reason we're doing that is to um, is to really help us refine the model. 
So what we'd hate to do is um, is launch this, make some mistakes, and then compound it if we were to look into other locations. So been quite focused. We're opening five sites, uh, all really around the southeast Melbourne area, to help us make sure that if we do expand beyond that, um, that we've got a model that's scalable and that works, and we've tested how we offer that to the to the market. So that's what we're going to do over the next twelve months. We're we're heavily Australian made, so I did mention some. Italian imports, but that's really just 25% of our range. Um, the rest is Australian made. We've got a good, better, best offer. And so that is um, where we can eat, essentially meet all of the price points in the market from a cutting-edged door or a melamine door, um, which is recognised as really entry level. But we do have um, uh, super mats and we have gloss products within there. Uh, then the mid-range being a foil product and then a premium paint. So uh, really able to have an offer that is in stock, uh, much faster to deliver across all of the different the spectrum of the market. Um, we uh, make we produce the cabinetry out of Ballarat, which is um, nice and convenient for us operating in southeast Melbourne uh, and looking to make some investment into that site as well to... Um, to expand our capability and to automate some of the manufacturing processes we've got there. So, um, so we, we're starting with a high quality product. We've we've built a whole lot of functionality into that product as well that we think are great design features that help uh, on that principle of making the trades life easier, um, which we're really proud of. So it's an 18 mil edged all around cabinet. It is um, got adjustable legs, obviously, as, as you'd expect. Um, the range has been tested to make sure we're covering the broad spectrum and, and we'll look to add to that as well um, with new colours and styles and finishes based on what the feedback from our customers are to make sure that we're we're able to give them a complete offer. Now, being in stock, that means it's uh, it's a curated range. It's not hundreds and hundreds of colours. We're, um, we have less than that. Uh, focusing on the most popular and the ones that we know uh, based on being the Laminix business, we understand what colours are great in the market and we've, we've really leveraged that expertise to be able to deliver a range that, um, that works. So, it, sorry, I've again gone around, around the houses to answer your question around um, what is the process. So generally the process is that a trade customer will come to us with um, having been made with contact with a homeowner. Um, we will go out and do a design visit either with the trade on our own, um, obviously best with the trade there that they can help and make sure that they're comfortable with what, what it is for the check measure and with the, um, with the way that the, the kitchen will be delivered, including some of the other works that might be attached with that with renovation. Um, so that initial consult is really a, an interview with the homeowner to understand what it is that they want, um, really what their budget is, but we can offer multiple different quotes back to them if they're not really sure on that. And um, so we'll, we'll understand what their requirements are, measure this space and, uh, and turn that into a sketch design that we take back and then turn that into the 3D CAD visualisation. With that, we'll also produce a quote or multiple quotes if they're, um, if they're not really sure of what level of kitchen they're after and provide that back to the trade. The role of the trade then is to, um, to put their margin or mark it up and sell it to however they want to, um, to the homeowner. We don't dictate that price in any way to the homeowner. Um, and that really is going to be dependent. We can, we can help them understand or as part of that conversation with the homeowner, understand who else they've spoken to and what price point they really need to hit. And obviously, we want our trade customers to make as much money as possible. So we'll we do everything we can to help that. Um, 
So that that really then is with the trade and the homeowner to work out and finalise what that quote will look like. And then once that's accepted, um, we will pick the parts, we'll turn that into an order, pick all of the parts, and it's ready for delivery or pickup that day. And we so we do have the option of delivering? We do, yes. Okay. Yeah. What, what we're really conscious of for delivery is, um, firstly, a lot of our trade partners already set up for um, for moving uh, cabinets, and, and they're, they're large pieces of a piece of kit um, that you'll need to move around. Um, if they're not set up that way, as you're not operating as a sole trader, then we have a delivery service that includes um, the ability to help basically move that into site. So we're not we're not dropping it on the grass outside that they're left to find a way to move a um, an appliance tower, for example, inside, which is quite a heavy unit. Oh, brilliant. That sounds so convenient. Now, um, uh, let's talk about our showrooms. So how can uh, trace people contact us? Firstly, where are our showrooms? And and you mentioned, so we have designers uh, at our showrooms, don't we? We do, yeah. So um, what we've found or what we believe is that um, often the homeowner will want to touch and feel, uh, be able to see what their kitchen is going to look like. And to help them choose some of the other parts of the kitchen that um, that are really best done in person rather than just looking at a screen or images of what their um, what their appliances or their sinks and taps are going to look like. So the second part, as I've said, that we've provided the quote and the 3D CAD visualisation back to the trade. Um, but what we offer also is for the homeowner and the trade to come back to our showroom. It's really a selection centre. Um, so it's, it's very trade focused. You'll see that there's the trade desk and all of the materials there. You can see that we're in stock, um, but it's really a place to help them um, compare and contrast different options around the doors, the sinks, the taps, the appliances to help make that selection as easy as possible. Part, part of our, and something I missed in our early part of the conversation was um, really recognising that part of our offer, having a complete kitchen, including the sinks, taps and otherwise, is that we provide better margin, we think we offer better margin opportunities to the trade by giving them a broader range than just the kitchen cabinetry and doors. So, um, so there's, there's good margins across more um, and they'll be able to, we've, we've got a great range, again, good, better, best across um, appliances, sinks, taps, handles, bench tops, and so on. Um, so then that, that selection journey that happens within the showroom or the trade centre um, is really to help the homeowner get confidence. They can see it in, in their space, in the 3D CAD visualisation that we can change if they're required based on the feedback, but they can actually touch and feel product as well that's not coming just from chips. Um, it's coming from full-size samples that we can put on doors, we can put on cabinetry, and they can really see and get confidence what their home is going to look like. That sounds so cool. Great. So, Steve, I guess we're, we're close to wrapping up unless there was anything else that you wanted to mention. I do want you to um, uh, let the listeners know what do you think the number one key thing they should take away with them uh, from this conversation is? Yeah, so um, I, I hope what you heard from me is our, our focus for this is very much around uh, look, looking after the industry. We're not doing this to really um, try and do anything other than that. This, this is really focused on trying to solve a problem that we see for the trade. Now, some, some will agree that that is a, a real and imminent problem or not. Um, I, think, I think time will tell 
we we honestly believe that there is disruption going on within the market now. We think this is a great way to transition and to um, and to change the way that this market works and to really help our trades. What what we're finding is um, for all of those trade partners that we're speaking to today, they they are looking to continue doing exactly what they they have been doing. So they they make cabinets, they make great products, uh, and they keep selling that. As, uh, as they always have, and we want them to keep doing that. What, we, what we've heard from them, though, is that, A, they're either too busy, um, so they're turning a lot of customers away, or, B, that customers are coming through and wasting a lot of their time, so they're nowhere near as efficient, and so they're tire-kicking, essentially, and so they're spending a lot of time with those customers that doesn't eventuate into a sale. We think the Haven model is great to add on to their existing business so that those customers that they're turning away, they don't have to turn away now. They can actually turn that into a into a sale relatively quickly and fulfil it. Or if they're tyre kickers, then um, then we're able to filter them on their behalf as well relatively quickly because um, the trades doing anything that's not that they can't charge their time for is obviously just a waste of time. Uh, and so if we can do that quoting process, if we can do the design process on their behalf, it frees them up and they'll be able to do more work. And so our, our motive here is, finding ways of helping the trade make more money. I guess um, uh, the way I'm seeing is that it's it's a partnership with uh, uh, trade, isn't it? So we are partnering with our customers, making their lives easier. We're doing all of the, most of the work that um, makes their lives really harder for them and really partnering them so that that industry can um, be kept alive. Yeah. And, and then if you add to that the fact that, um, what we're hoping is that they'll be able to do one or two more jobs a fortnight than they were able to previously. Not only are they doing more work, they're able to access more of the job than they were previously because we have a broader range than, um, than many of our customers would previously be able to access. So really the whole purpose of this is more, more jobs, more money per job. Um, we, we feel that that's a great offer that really is going to help the industry. Yeah. The, the other bit, if you kind of play a long way forward, and this might be eight or nine years down the track, the fact that it is standard-sized offer, uh, the ability to, so the average kitchen in Australia is 11 or 12 years, um, the fact that it is relatively easy with our offer to um, pull off and replace um, the, the decorated surfaces means that we can refresh kitchens relatively quickly and low cost for the homeowner. Um, so really we're looking to grow the pie, um, that it's a bigger market that, that really um, is able to replace kitchens more regularly than would otherwise be the case because it's a high level of investment for the homeowner. It's a it's an emotional investment for the homeowner. Anything we can do that makes that easier and takes the pain of that journey away from the homeowner and from the trade because it's, it's difficult for everyone, yeah. um, that's exactly what this model is intended to do. That's awesome because how often do you uh, renovate your kitchen anyway? And what's the one uh, call to action you want to uh, give to customers? Oh, sorry, our listeners. Yeah, yeah so um, I'd speak to um, the Laminex and Fletcher Building staff. I'd, I'd speak to um, external people listening to this as well, is we're looking for trade partners. Uh, so if you have family, friends, um, acquaintances, people that you know, who are trades who are looking for, and, and it's really the entre entrepreneurial um, trade partner that we're looking for, somebody who wants to grow their business, who are hungry for opportunity, and we think we've got a great offer. Um, but we've actually got work. So if um, if 
if they know those people, point them our way. Um, I'm happy to take those calls, but you also see online there's um, havenkitchens.com.au, which has our four different locations, which I should have mentioned, um, that we've opened so far, about to open. So, so far we've opened uh, Dandenong, Windsor and Oakley. We're work working on Thornbury at the moment and still working on the fifth site. Um, so if you look online, you'll be able to see your closest trade centre and it'd be great to get some referrals in. Um, friend friendly people who can... Um, who we can uh, help grow their business. Awesome. Great. And before I let you go, Steve, uh, I would like to ask you, what are you curious about right now? I think, I think it's a long list uh, of things at the moment. When you start a business like this, um, our mindset has been very much test and learn. Um, and we've got so many things to learn. We know we haven't got it right. Uh, and our message every time we speak to a new customer through the door is give us feedback um, we're really hungry to know what we've hit and missed on. Uh, and our our motto is fail small fast. Um, so lots of feedback. We're able to change it quickly. So some examples of that is um, the way we offered one of our cabinets into the market really wasn't suitable for um, sinks and taps. We had a problem with um, the pullout uh, mechanism at the back um, not quite flowing smoothly with where we had the backing panel. We got that feedback. We're able to iterate it on it quickly and we'll be launching that new product in the next few weeks. Um, so my, my biggest area of curiosity at the moment is um, how the market will respond and do we what, what we think will happen, um, will it happen? Or uh, if not, then how do, we, how do we iterate? Because the problem's not going to go away that we're trying to solve. Um, so if it's, if it's not Haven Kitchens in its current form, that is able to help the industry make the transition or be able to withstand the challenge that's happening um, with disruption, then what does it need to be? Um, we, we need that feedback so we can change and iterate and then be able to respond to it. That's great. It sounds like it was, the, it was a really responsible um, thing to do. So I'm, I'm glad we've taken this direction. I'm, I'm interested to find out what happens with the pilot. Thank you so much for your time today, Steve. It was great to speak to you. Thanks, Ace. Really appreciate it.